Douglas turned and tiptoed into the back pantry, hoping at least to find some berries, or maybe even a pheasant egg. When he discovered the barrel of mead, he swiftly poured a generous helping into a water jug before returning to the kitchen. He put his feet up near the fire and watched the steam come off them as he ate the cold chestnuts. Someone else should play milkmaid, he decided, as he emptied his jug. He'd had enough. All that work and Maeve didn't spare him a kind word. She didn't say, well done, or thank you, or even, would you like a spell by the fire to warm up while I make you a hot drink? Instead, she'd called him a cobbly now, straight to his face, and he was just supposed to take it. Sleep stole over him as he considered how exactly he should have responded. It couldn't have been more than an hour when Donal woke with a start to loud screams. The slewer were attacking. As he jumped to his feet, the kitchen fake crashed into him, almond eyes wide with fear. Donal fumbled uselessly for a non-existent bow. It took a few heart-stopping seconds for Donal to realize that the unholy screams weren't coming from Faye. It was the human, exactly as Maeve had predicted. The mortal babe had woken, and it wanted its milk. Don't tell anyone you saw me still here, he hissed, and dashed out of the Sheehan, taking the jug with him. Dawn couldn't be far off, but right now it was pitch black out, not even the light of the stars to help guide him. He hiked towards the settlement, remembering the sheep in the valley. Once out of range of the squalling cries, filling the jug seemed a lot less urgent. Donald slowed to a walk, listening out for the sounds of predators. It was an easy journey, now that he wasn't lugging children around with him. Soon he was back at the field, where the sheep still stood half asleep in the dark. It took no time at all to find a heavy uddered ewe with her lamb. He stepped behind her and held the jug under her udder, she spooked and stepped forward with a worried look back at him. He smiled winningly at her and tried again. She took a few more steps and went back to clipping the grass. The next time he approached her from the front, so she could see him. She stood placidly as he sidled alongside and placed the jug on the grass beneath her. But the moment he touched her udder, she dashed forward with a startled bleat. Donald cursed under his breath and tried again, stroking her back as he reached under. She stepped out of his reach again, less frantic this time, but still clearly unimpressed with his fumblings. After a few more failed attempts, he sat down on the damp grass with a thump. He didn't remember Fernie having any trouble with this. Fernie simply brought the ewe some food and then positioned himself beside her, and squeezed out the milk. As if to add insult to injury, the lamb butted Donal out of the way and leaned forward for a drink of its own. The ewe looked at Donal with tired brown eyes and then went back to nibbling the short grass. Donal stared at the cropped short grass, still brown from the winter, and snapped his fingers. He ran down to the stream, picking broad-leafed greens until his arms were full.
Then he trekked back to the yew and offered her the stack. She happily pressed her nose into the damp leaves. He dashed to her side and grabbed her udder. She looked back, but the temptation of the fresh green leaves was too much. She stood her ground, ignoring his fumbling. Donal knelt beside her, holding the jug in place with one outstretched leg. He squeezed a hot and hairy teat, grimacing at the smell. Only a few drops escaped. Eventually, he discovered a downward pull that streamed the milk mostly into the jug. He struggled to aim and squeeze the teats at the same time, but at least some of the milk was getting inside. Just as he got into a rhythm, the ewe finished off the greens and turned towards him with a hungry look. Donal collected a larger pile and raced to get in position.